Hey everyone, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. Let's talk about coffee. Coffee, beverage consumed by well over a billion people worldwide. Coffee, maybe more than a couple billion. I should have looked that statistic up before I quoted it. It's a lot of friggin' people drinking coffee every day. Let's talk about coffee and your bright line eating journey. I want to talk about coffee because I just quit coffee. Yeah. Um, and I posted in one of our online support communities, uh, Resume House, the community associated with this course that we're uh, doing here at Brightline Eating right now, Reboot Resume. And I was like, I'm thinking about quitting coffee. Anyone want to join me? And this this post generated like, I don't know, 100 and some odd comments uh, pretty quickly. And in reading over those comments, I realized that the relationship of coffee to a bright line eating journey is far more nuanced than I ever realized and far more individually specific. Like there are so many individual differences. That's what we call it in psychology, individual differences that manifest in in the relationship between coffee and doing bright line eating. And I realized that my sort of party line that I talk about in the book and in the boot camp, which is kind of like it can slow your brain's healing. So try to get off it if you can, but if you must, one or two cups has to be black, end of story if you must. That was kind of what I said before. And I just realized, you know, I need to revise my official stance on coffee. And also a lot of people asked, why are you giving it up, Susan? First of all, I just want to say, I didn't used to drink coffee or caffeine. I've gone back and forth with it over the years for the longest stretch in my Brightline perfection or whatever. There was a stretch where I went eight years without breaking my bright lines. I didn't have any coffee during that time. Um, there were a few times where I would have decaffeinated coffee, but mostly I abstained from decaffeinated coffee as well, because in my experience, when my body's off caffeine, the caffeine in decaf is disruptive. Like my system really buzzes with it. And it would disrupt my sleep. So I would mainly, and every now and then in a restaurant or something, a cup of uh, decaf that was ordered would arrive as a caffeinated cup of coffee by mistake. And then I would be up all night, basically. So I just quit decaf as well for that long stretch. More recently, uh, I think I went back to coffee. I'm not sure, honestly. I'll make up a, a number, maybe a year ago or something, maybe a little longer. And my consumption of black caffeinated coffee had escalated to two to four cups of black caffeinated coffee through the morning hours up until about noon, and maybe nothing else, or maybe one or two or three cups of decaf, black decaffeinated coffee in the later part of the day. And sometimes if I was staying up unusually late, I would brew some really strong decaf or go to Starbucks where they've got decaf that really does have some caffeine in it um, and use that to stay up artificially late. So anyway, I was back to using coffee. And I think in my 
since Brightline Eating started, I'd gone through one previous round of being on caffeinated coffee and then getting off it again. And if I remember correctly, the reasons I got off it then were I was concerned about the stains on my teeth. And I noticed that in my morning meditation, I couldn't drop in quite as deeply, like not a hundred percent deeply. There was like this slight buzz to my system that impeded my meditation just a little bit. Um, maybe like the buzz of lights. If you just listen closely enough, just a little buzz there. And I didn't really like that. And I also noticed that coffee masks my body's signals to me that I need rest. And that's not really a good thing that uh, for someone who's as driven and motivated as I am. I need to hear when my body needs rest. And being able to plow through those moments when my body is really saying, I'm pretty tired, like Forrest Gump, who's been jogging across the country and back multiple times. And then he stops, right? And he's like, I'm kind of (laughs) tired. It's like, my body would get to this point where it's like, I'm kind of tired. And I'd be like, oh, instead of registering as like, that Susan, that means you need to rest, that would register as I need a cup of coffee, right? Which is uh, just a way to keep plowing through. And um, I noticed that and I didn't like that either. So those were the three reasons that I quit the first time. Now this time that I just quit this week, um, some of that was still there. The tooth staining issue has gotten rather severe. Like with that many cups of coffee, I'm noticing that my teeth are getting stained with brown stains pretty quickly. And I'm going to the dentist and they're scraping them off, which I hate. It's like a lot of scraping and, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I'm not really loving what the coffee is doing to my teeth. And the biggest issue that I'm feeling right now, if I'm honest, is the time factor. Like my mornings just feel like they're consumed with drinking, drinking coffee. And I, um, my time in the morning is so precious and valuable to me. And I, um, started feeling like I want to get back to exercising and we're already, you know, well into 2019 and I haven't finished a single book in 2019. And I'm reading my five-year journal and noticing that in 2018 at this time, I'd already read eight books. I was kind of on a reading kick then. And it's like, well, why aren't I reading? It's like, well, I'm spending all morning drinking coffee and hanging out, just kind of hanging around. And it just feels like um, a time suck that I don't want. So I posted in Resume House that I was thinking about giving up coffee and who, who wanted to join me. And what I noticed in the responses, now these are people, uh, a lot of whom I know, not all of them, uh, people whose bright line eating recovery I respect. And the range of responses was enormous. There were people in the middle who were like me, yeah, I kind of want to get off it too. Um, I'm feeling like it doesn't serve me, but it's kind of questionable. Like coffee in some ways does serve me. Um, in the sense that, um, it's pleasurable. 
you might not believe this, but I'm actually not against pleasure, right? Like, I know I'm the like, don't eat sugar, don't eat flour, weigh your food, girl, right? But uh, I'm a fan of pleasure. I'm a fan. And yeah, that first cup of coffee in the morning is delicious and so pleasurable. Like, I look forward to it and I sit there and enjoy it. And I'm a fan of that, right? So that's one way that it serves me. Um, it's actually really healthy. If you're not putting any cream or sugar in it, black coffee is crazy healthy. I don't educate people on nutrition, so don't take it from me. The Food Revolution Network has a great blog article on the health benefits of coffee. Just Google it. The health benefits of coffee, Food Revolution Network. Um, it protects against all kinds of cancers and it, um, it's just ridiculously healthy. Like it's correlated with um, less disease, better health, pretty much across the board. Um, and sometimes it actually really serves me to have a method to pick up my energy given the life I live, right? Like that actually feels like it serves me a lot where I can just be like, whew, I don't know if I can go on with this day, but I'll have a cup of coffee and then I can face it, you know? That's not always a bad thing. That feels like it serves me. So for me, coffee is sort of a really mixed bag. For me, I never feel like it um, leads me to eat addictively. It doesn't, coffee doesn't, for me, interfere with my bright lines, my food cravings or lack thereof. Um, I've been using coffee fairly heavily, like I just said, for months now. My bright lines have been immaculate. Uh, like my lines are bright and coffee is in the house. So it's not that for me. So there were a lot of people in this thread that were like, yeah, I've been kind of feeling like it doesn't serve me. I kind of want to give it up, right? And then there are people who are like, over my dead body and out of my cold dead hands, will you rip my morning cup of coffee, right? Like, no, I am not. I love you, Susan, but I am not giving up coffee with you. Go forth and prosper. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. I'm drinking my coffee. And here's the thing. I have um, several really, really, really close friends in Brightline Eating. And in the 12-step food addiction program I used to be in, um, who I know intimately, people who have not broken their bright lines in years, who drink caffeinated coffee every day, and it serves them just fine. Their lines are, are bright and shiny. They're peaceful with their food and coffee is a part of their life. On this end of the continuum, there are also people for whom coffee is medicinal. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to like go on and on about that. But for some people, coffee is part of their um, health regimen on a medicinal level. Like they, uh, if they don't drink their coffee, they have, you know, symptoms and coffee handles them. So then there's me and all of us in the middle roiling around here. And then there are people who said, I cannot keep my lines bright if I'm drinking coffee. As a matter of fact, coffee is the first step toward the slippery slope that leads me face down into the food and I'm a 10 plus plus and it always starts with coffee. Coffee is the beginning of the end for me and I'm not on it. Thank you, Susan. Good luck to you. 
but I'm not on it because my lines are bright right now and uh, I cannot drink coffee in any way, shape or form and live a bright line life. And as I surveyed this continuum, I thought, I need to shoot a vlog about this and let people know. It's like there's been a theme. I don't know if you've heard it in the last few months around here on the vlog. And it's this call to self-responsibility. Like you do you, you trust you, you come to know you, to thine own self be true, and you are self-responsible. So on the subject of coffee, I just want to look you in the eye and say, ask yourself, is this working for me? And if the answer is, kinda, it's working for now, that's an answer too. It's like, okay, bookmark, we'll revisit later. Just keep asking every now and then, is this working for me? I hope it helps to hear that there's such a range, right? There's a range with one other aspect of coffee, which is whether or not it works to put some milk or cream or non-dairy milk, like almond milk or cashew milk or hemp milk or rice milk or soy milk in your coffee. In bright line eating, we would consider that milk to be food. And therefore, that cup of coffee would need to be consumed at a meal, presumably breakfast. And that milk would need to be weighed. And maybe you'd weigh two ounces of it, and it would count as a quarter of your protein serving or something like that, right? For me, when I'm on caffeinated coffee, I cannot do that and uh, be assured of keeping my bright lines through stressful times. Because when I travel or I'm sleep deprived, which in my life I am sometimes, and I've gotten used to the taste of coffee with some milk in it, I will be tempted then and will have another cup of coffee, not at mealtime, and I'll want to put milk in it, and sometimes I will, and then... I'm over the bright line and then it's a slippery slope and uh, before I know it, I'm eating. I've watched myself do that before. Under stress, under unusual circumstances, yes. But for me, I need to work my program so that there aren't kinks in it. There aren't like weak links in the chain. For me, putting milk in my coffee, almond milk, soy milk, regular milk, whatever, is the beginning of a slippery slope that will lead me sometimes to breaking my bright lines. But I know that there are people in our tribe who perhaps lead less stressful lives, less prone to travel, whatever it is, have had regimens of one cup of coffee or two cups of coffee or whatever uh, for decades. And they put that weighed portion of milk in their coffee and it's fine for them. It works for them. But what I want to ask you is, um, is it working? And here's how you know. You know it's working if your weight's handled, your lines are bright, you're free and peaceful, you're happy, thin, and free. Like, to know if something's working, you have to see that the whole system is working. Because bright line eating is a system. It's not like you can say, well, I'm not keeping my bright lines, my weight's not doing what I want it to do. 
but I do this thing with my cream and coffee or whatever, and that works for me. It might, but I invite you to look again. That's, that's a spot where a lot of people um, experience challenge, especially if it's cream, because that can really mess with your weight or half and half or whole milk or whatever, right? Really mess with your weight, seriously, especially if you're having it between meals, but even if you're having it at a meal can very much mess with your weight. So, um, as always, there are no bright line eating police. And I also want to say if you're lower on the susceptibility scale and you put a dollop of whatever milk product you prefer in your coffee and it doesn't bother you, like you're happy, thin and free and your lines are bright the way you define them and you're good. I have no judgment about that. If you're a five or a six or a seven on the scale or a four or a three or a two, you can do all kinds of things with your food that I can't do safely and have peace and freedom, legit, legit peace and freedom. And you belong here in Brightline Eating. You are welcome here. And I honor you using the bright lines in a way that serves you. And I don't say that enough. I always, I think, uh, lean toward the side of the scale that's like super high because I am right. So I speak from my own experience and I think I can often speak in a way that excludes the experience of people who are lower on the scale. So those of us who are higher on the scale need to weigh our milk or cream if we're putting it in our coffee or not do it at all. And those who are lower on the scale may not have to. Um, that is the range of experience I've seen with coffee and bright line eating. And I just thought I'd share that because it's a little bit of a departure. It's a more nuanced answer <laughs> than I used to give. And once again, it calls each of us to notice what's true for us and to be self-responsible. Yet again. And that's the weekly vlog. I'll see you next week.